Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. In part one of our conversation with Evan Peters, the X-Men Apocalypse star talks about his role in the latest superhero spectacular, which opens this Friday. This is WSJ Speakeasy, your source for entertainment, pop culture, celebrity, and the arts. Welcome to the WSJ Speakeasy podcast. I'm Michael Callia. I'm joined today by Evan Peters, one of the stars of X-Men Apocalypse out this Friday. Hello. Hello, Evan. That was a lovely little jingle we just heard. Yeah, yeah. I... um, Mm. It enchants me every time I hear it. Me too. <laughs> so so uh, you're in New York uh, for how long right now? Uh, I leave tomorrow. Yeah. You were here last night. There was a premiere? Or yeah, some, some type of red fans, uh, not fan screening, a uh, screening of yeah. people. How many times have you seen the movie? Once. And what did you think? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was uh, pretty epic, actually. So Quicksilver, yeah. let me play, uh, has a bigger role this time around. Yes, he more does. More of an emotional arc. Mm. Uh, talk about that. Um, how much of that made it into the movie? I know that sometimes these movies are so in flux. So fluctuated. Yeah. Uh, Influctuated. <laughs> Fluxated. Oh, who gives a flux? Who gives a flux? <laughs> yeah. What the flux? Um, yeah, no, it's 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 cool. It's it, You get to go into Quicksilver's... Emotions a little bit. He's uh, trying to sort of get out of his mom's basement, and uh, and this is ten years after ten Days years. of Future Past, so he's still in the basement. Still in the basement. Uh, <laughs> he's cleaned up a little bit, stolen a little bit less, uh, got into music a little bit more, and uh, he basically uh, sees his father on television, who's in trouble, and decides that he's going to go try to reconnect with him and maybe. Uh, explain to him that that he's his son because Magneto doesn't know. Right. And it's not really a big spoiler. It's been in the comics. It's been in the commercials. Yeah. You know. So you you mentioned that Quicksilver or Peter is more into music. Why is he such a Rush fan? Well, because Brian Singer loves Rush. That's the real reason. But it is a nice pun. And also Rush is amazing. And uh, Signals came out in the 80s. So that's sort of... uh, Age appropriate. Yeah, that's when Rush. No, moving pictures. Rush kind of made its more mainstream. Which push. one was it? Moving pictures. I think signals. M- was that the that's moving the pictures. one with subdivisions? On it? With Tom Sawyer and all, oh. that, you know, all that good stuff. Did it come out in '83? I don't know. Oh. Well, I'm that's a where terrible the actor. Say, yeah. I don't do research. Well, you, you don't need to. <laughs> what do you need to do that for? Well, but you don't need to know it down to the down to the letter. <laughs> so, did you listen to much Rush on set? <laughs> I did. Yeah, and I, I listened to a lot of. I had a nice little '80s playlist. Um, yeah. I like 80s pop music. I like right. the really bad 80s synthesizers. Like and uh, Take On Me is, is probably yeah. one of my favorites. Makes me really happy. It's uh, it's really hooky, and it's got that great video, too. Oh, my God. I haven't seen the video. I don't know. No. Oh, I'll have to check that out. I know. Terrible. I know. Well, synthesizer music, and this is not a terrible song, Sweet Dreams. Yes. Uh, in the in the first. Whoa. Hey, can we say that? Yeah, why not? You, you, just, know, <laughs> you just blew the, it. The movie's been out there. <clears throat> oh, right. Okay. All right. So in Days of Future Past, you, of course, have that great scene where you run so fast it looks like everything else is slow to Jim Croce's Time in a Bottle. Yes. And I guess you guys felt the need to top that this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was the urge to try to do that. Yes. Yeah. So so when you're doing uh, – so compared to doing that scene, the first scene in Days of Future Past to this one, what changed in terms of logistics? Like, 
Well, it's just bigger. I mean, it's bigger, mm-hmm. longer, more moving pieces, uh, more special effects. Uh, we blew up the sets after we used them. Uh, they had a camera that was flying through um, the sets at 80 miles per hour. Was it on a on a crane or was it a drone type? No, it was like on a track, and they mm-hmm. uh, it was like shoot off at 80 miles per hour, and uh, the Phantom camera, and then record the set blowing up, mm-hmm. and then they uh, relayed everything that we shot over that, right. and. Uh, it just looks incredible, man. What kind of demands on an actor does that <laughs> does that have? And does that take? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty physical. There's a lot of running around and like moving the people out of the danger and right. and playing around with things that aren't actually there. So uh, it takes a lot of imagination, uh, which I don't have very much of, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's difficult, but it is really fun and it right. is a fun character. And at the end of the day, Rising Sun, who does all the special effects and sort of builds these sequences, um, makes it look like it looks. And they, they did that amazing job on Time in a Bottle, um, or the Time in a Bottle scene. Um, mm-hmm. There's no rain in that scene. Like, that's all put in. Everything everything is put in there. It's unbelievable. So what is it like when you're, like, having to move things? Like, is that all not there? It's not there. It's really weird. Um, the, there's a, there's a the moment. Bullets, and- bullets yeah. The, bu- uh, the bullets is a great example. Right. Um, there's no bullets there. So, you know, Brian's like, just, okay, move your hand a little bit further up, and then you just kind of got to do it. I mean, you just pretend that it's there. It's weird. It's how, very how, odd. You how, feel ridiculous. How intensely mapped out is something as intricate as that? <clears throat> that, the, the new one, would, I mean, the the kitchen sequence was very mapped out, but this this one had so many different little segments. It took a month and a half to shoot. I worked seventeen days of those, and it was for two minutes of film. So mm-hmm. each little room that you see took about a day and sometimes two to to sort of figure it out. And and it is it's timed out to the second. And the motion capture camera is is filming it all in the same move, exactly the same every time. And it's a uh, it's a lot, man. It's 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 incredibly technical, and there's some brilliant minds behind it that make it all look the way it does and make it look so easy. Uh, but a lot of prep goes into it, a lot of prep. And, you know, I just show up on the day, and they basically <laughs> teach me what to do. <laughs> and I go in there, and I totally screw it up. So uh, they like that. They, they say just go in there and screw it up. Um, so it's yeah, fun. So um, sequences like that, like you said, they take a long time to shoot. And... You don't have like a lot of dialogue, you right. know? so how do you like w- how hard is it to to remain in character while you know just hitting I'm, marks and well ev- what take what is, what does it take every day is different every day I show up and then they show me what we're shooting that day and uh, every every room and 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 little moment was a different little scene, and you have to sort of play around with that and figure out what works best for that and map it to um, the the previs, I mean, the previs is 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 very thought out. Um, what was the question? <laughs> what was your original question? <laughs> the question was, how do you stay in character? Oh, how do I stay in character? Right, 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 right. right. Uh, I don't. Um, I basically just uh, <clears throat> just have fun with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's incredibly fun to have people be frozen and and to run around and pretend like right. you can play around with this environment. Yeah. So it's it's not hard to to want to do that. And and it's, you know, not having dialogue sometimes is amazing. I mean, you just hang out, have a chat, chill with everybody. Like, all right, here we go. I'm going <laughs> to do some physical work today. This will be fun. So it's fun. It's I, cool. I really like it. It's very technical, but uh, but I love that actually. I really really like it. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of uh, a lot of actors kind of bristle at it, like oh, I'm acting with a tennis ball or a green screen. I like that. It's a challenge. It's like yeah. the theater. You know, you're mm-hmm. not working with anything that's there. You're pretending you're in this environment that's just not there. So it's 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 difficult, but it's challenging, and 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 at the end of the day, it looks pretty sweet. So it's rewarding. So um, in addition to you know big action sequences, the X Men movies are also known for you know digging into like weightier themes. You know the the, yeah. the whole comic was founded on the idea of the right the civil rights struggle. Right. Um, in 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 Apocalypse, it kind of takes that whole us against the world thing to another level. What, when, are there any particular ideas in these movies that really appeal to you? Like any themes that jump out at you as something that you really hold dear? Well, yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, the, the discrimination against mutants is, is universal theme, is a universal mm-hmm. theme. Um, and um, <clears throat> yeah, I think everybody can relate to that. And that sort of gives you you know, it is a special effects extravaganza, but it is at the same time very grounded in uh, in drama and conflict and politics, and uh, and that sort of drives you to continue to 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 work with things that are not there, like tennis balls and things like that. <laughs> it's like there's a there's a meaning behind it all and, and an inspiration behind it all that hopefully people can find. Oh, sorry. Whoa, uh, Jesus. Yeah, I know. I'm, oh I'm messing God. things up here. Um, so you know, these movies. These X-Men movies are stuffed with top actors, recognizable people. It's disgusting. What's, what's it like <clears throat> on a set where everyone's there? Mm. You know, Fassbender, McAvoy, Peters. Everyone's there and everyone's <laughs> just hanging out. so weird. I don't just, like that at just all. Just hanging out. i to change my Peters hanging out and, and it's like, <laughs> what's what's the vibe like? like do you guys it's, BS that's, with each other? That's, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the thing. It's like, but everybody <laughs> is still super hilarious and nice and fun and welcoming and friendly and uh you couldn't ask for a better bunch of people to 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 be in these movie movies with um so it's it's really a pleasure to work with them and and that's what's so cool is that they are really cool but then from action to cut you get to watch them work and 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 be the amazing actor that they are and and bring the focus that they can and and learn from them i just basically look at them I'm like okay this is this is I'm just watching, you know. I got a front row seat, so it's uh, it's really a pleasure for me to do, um, and I love that. All right, so that wraps up the first part of our conversation with Evan Peters. Uh, come back later for the second part. Thank you very much. This has been the WSJ Speakeasy Podcast. I'm Michael Callia. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.